0: Anthony Saifeloff-Collins and you're listening to the I Am Somebody podcast where every day is a start and you can find it wherever you get your pod- podcast. <clears throat> COVID-19, this pandemic, what is it doing to us? How are we how are we uh, acting? How are we behaving? How are we feeling? What is done different? If it is, You know, I I need to know um, the physical, mental, social, and emotional well-being of my people out there. Uh, Online, I have Herman Davis. He's a uh, co-founder of the Peace Plus Love uh, International organization, not-for-profit organization. Um, He's an advocate uh, for domestic violence to prevent domestic violence. Uh, He gives talks, he teaches and gives classes or uh, seminars on how to be a better you uh, in the public school and charter school system at Philadelphia. Um, Herm, how are you, bro? Yep, I'm amazing, how you doing, bro? Great, great, man, great. Um, For me, uh, you know, doing what I do uh, out here, you know, making some money, Uh, I'm not really worried, but I'm cautious, right? And so I'm taking the necessary precautions, you know, bought like two boxes of gloves, uh, bought three things of alcohol wipes, got some spray, and and, and I do what, you know, Uber has suggested um, for us to do, because now the Uber drivers are considered essential workers, although we have up in the contract. So, what's going on with you? How are you dealing with, I know, two weeks now, going on two weeks, this uh, quarantine uh, that they got
1: in place? I'm I'm good, bro. You know, I'm grateful. Mm -hmm. Could could be better, could be worse. Um, it's, It's very. I don't know if I want to say entertaining, but you know, you learn something every day about everything that's going on, even in the community that has nothing to do with, with gun violence. I mean, just the Wawa, the Wawa on Aramingo in Richmond. And, um, one of the one of the employees, one of the staff who was there um, was um, discovered the handgun. Uh, you know, it's interesting because. We are an essential staff and we're out in the streets and so we're actually at that wah uh every day. <laughs> wow. Every night rather, the night that we work. Um, you know, but we look we, we look at that, we say, Wow, but are we really taking it serious? Because yeah. that was just the wah wah, but I was in the right aid, you know. Uh more or same amount of people in right aid, you know, i i go going to the market for it and seeing a lot of people in the market so I, I don't I don't know man it's just, it's just like you know like you said just being cautious um you know it's being cautious man this is uh very interesting you know the uh the flip side it's the flip side so I have a holistic doctor that I meet with okay and it seems like
0: that if we just make sure our numbers are in the right place, we ain't got to worry about no disease. So when you say numbers, meaning what? What are numbers? Um, you want to make sure that you're...
1: Um, you want to make sure... So we have this scale. I'm trying to find my notes as I'm talking to you, so I can give you the correct answers. One second, where's my book at? Because if you if you drinking enough water and um if you are drinking enough water and you're eating the right stuff, gotcha. You have you we have we have these numbers, and I don't want to the wrong name for the numbers. I'm trying to actually find my book and I can
0: read from my notes, but I don't have my book. Yeah, so the f- physical characteristics of, of our health, if those numbers are uh, kept adequate, then we should be okay. Yeah. It's, what it
1: is, if your numbers are in the right place, and I'm going to give you this information because he will be somebody you would want to have what you should to talk about. Okay. Um, uh, health, because you know everybody now is going into green. Yes. You know, and I have several friends that went vegan. I'm vegan. I'm vegetarian, mm-hmm. and it doesn't last long. I'll be like, Yo, how you making up Oh man, I'm back in love. Oh man, I ain't doing it no more. <laughs> and um, you know, if we keep our our numbers, so like here here's something else I remember that I learned from health. So you, you know how much you know how much water people say. Oh, you need to drink this amount of water. You need to drink that amount of water. You need that amount of water. Mm-hmm. You need to drink half your body weight in water. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean that's what I learned from the holistic doctor. That you drink half your weight. when It comes to water in ounces. You drink half half that weight. That's what you should be drinking a day. That's how much. Your, your body to eat. Oh, wow. That's interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And then eating the Malaysian salt, mm. salt, Getting mm-hmm. away from the salt and understanding the, the, the benefit from salt. So the benefit from salt. That's what our, 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 our pH balance, bro, that's the number that I was looking for. Okay. pH balance. Our pH balance should be in between If I'm not mistaken, it should be in
0: between... I don't know. I can't... I don't have my um. I'm trying to remember everything. But for our P.H. balance... Yeah, okay. So for our listeners, if their P.H. balance has to be a certain level, and I think they can research that and see what the, you know, the uh, appropriate pH balance once you have to prevent uh, uh, c- contacting a virus, a cold, what? Was it general or specific? General uh, disease. A disease, okay. Okay, nothing. Once, once your pH balance numbers are in this particular place, mm-hmm.
1: um, and, and I want to say seven, that's why I want to say the numbers in between seven seven, mm and 11 or something like that. I could be wrong. Um, but anyway.
2: Try to go green if you can. And I'm
1: trying. You know, like I said, where I had my issues with the junk food, mm-hmm. ginger ale soda.
2: Yeah.
1: Although I drink a lot of ginger, but the ginger ale soda is just not good how are you making out, How you
0: making out? Um, well, you know, I, I think I'm doing well. Uh, my sons and I um, went out to do a little workout two days ago, and we're going to go out today a little bit nicer. Um, and you know, for me, it's when you're in the house. I have a oatmeal cookie fetish, and so I understand that they are not good for me. <laughs> and now what it is doing in my body is creating a lot of mucus which is scary because it's like all right mucus is something that is associated with covid right and so i, I understand that it isn't but i understand it's the sugar and so i left them off for the last two days i haven't gone to the supermarket i haven't done anything and so i'm leaving that off but i've been practicing uh outside of that good uh eating uh habits um you know i, I give them we drink a Um, something that I made for my mother because she's dealing with uh, cancer, as you know. And because I can't visit her, we've been drinking it every morning. So I take like a three-ounce cup and we drink that, you know, and that's our routine. And just to cleanse out our... night. nice? uh, Nice. Yeah, just to cleanse out our, you know, our liver and and, uh, and get our metabolism, especially as we get older, our metabolism slow down, which, is, you know, um, impacts the weight that we gain. Um, so other than that, you know, we've been doing a lot of reflection, we've been doing a lot of reading, uh, I've been, um, helping them more. So, um, uh, with stuff that they, uh, having difficulty with in, in school, uh, with their subjects. So other than that, that's what I've been doing and, you know, still out here hustling and just, you know, connecting with family members, making sure that everyone is okay. I'm calling them, even if it's to a text or a voicemail or, you know, uh, uh, a phone call um and that's what i've been doing so uh i appreciate you know uh, giving us that information about uh appropriate ph balance for our listeners please check you know because actually i had a uh a uh, pre-employment um uh check physical and it went well you know my blood pressure is well which is something that i'm always um Cognizant of because of the runs of my, my, my family. But it was, you know, not, any, nothing is perfect, but it was imperfect as far as what the doctor said. So I was, you know, grateful for that. And, okay. um, you know, I, we actually, him, the doctor and I had a good conversation just based on what he was doing of checking and how it was different than any other check that I had. Like he checked the bottom of my feet, he removed my socks and my shoes. And I said, So what was that for? You know, and he's just so I just wanna know because if you're gonna be, you know, uh, working, you wanna be able to make sure that you to stand on your feet. So let me look at your feet, you know, because it could be anything. And I say, Yeah, because the feet is like actually where, you know, a lot of nerves and it impacts the the, the body, you know what I'm saying? The body parts. So if you have bad feet like you know, like a car has a bad tire, what eventually eventually's gonna happen, it's gonna break down. So I appreciated that, you know, that he did that and it was different, you know what I mean? And, yeah. so you know and, and just to, to to give to you know, our male listeners make sure that you open your mouth and have a conversation just don't sit there and be scared to say anything you know because it's your body and you only get one you know you only get one right i know people have money they can get you know, all this surgery but actuality you only get one in our reality you only get one one body um so before you know i, I let you go i want to you know, talk about, you know, what peace and love originated from and what COVID-19 is doing, you know, uh, to individuals who suffer uh, from domestic violence. Um, because, you know, now certain places or a lot of places you, you can't come to them. You can't go to the shelters. You can't go to the organizations that help with domestic with domestic violence that they, they most likely are not. Available, you people are not even there to man the phones. If you need service, you need help. What to do? You want to call and talk to someone. And a lot of this, I believe, is getting pushed to the side, right? And so, if a person is dealing with domestic violence, maybe they can't leave the house because they're quarantined. They you can't come out. So, you know, what's your thoughts on that?
1: Um, my thought is. That is just another layer to what um, he or she is dealing with um, right now. So it's, I think it's really an important time to call and check on your loved ones, especially when you know, or you have some type of idea of what your loved ones are dealing
2: with.
1: Mm. Um, because they probably need need more than anything right now. Um, yeah, it's funny you saying that, bro, because I I, I, I didn't, I I myself didn't didn't give it much thought to think about that because you're right, right now, they can't even get into a shelter right now. Yeah. You know, um, but I'm not going to say that they can't speak to anybody or talk to anybody because, um, they may not be able to get into the shelter just because of the access of the shelter, but just like, um, just like uh, Uber and my job, mm. um,
2: they they are essential workers also. Mm. Um, so, thankfully so that they're, they're there to help um, anybody that's going through um, anything right now if they they some some
0: help. Yeah, somehow, no. gotcha. you okay, know, no. uh, I just wanted to, you know, bring that up with something that I heard and I, I think that is, you know, a topic um, and and maybe, you know, something where something could be put in place, you know, at a later time, you know, um, and it, it, again, it just add layers to, you know, things that, such as this, uh, this pandemic and how we, think we're prepared and we may not be and we see it with the leadership of this this this, this country how unprepared you know uh, they are yeah so um, yeah, I'm prepared. Yeah. yeah Yeah. so uh, look I appreciate you uh, chiming in and giving me your insight
2: yeah. and, um, I love you family and uh, you know we'll, we'll talk soon
0: Cool. Oh. All right. Peace. All right, bro. Peace. All right. We'll be right back uh, with more calls concerning the COVID nineteen. You're listening to the I Am Somebody podcast, where every day is a fresh start. All right. Welcome back. You listen again to the I Am Somebody podcast, where every day is a fresh start. Uh, uh when we left off we were talking with uh, Herman Davis and he gave us some good insight about checking your pH balance making sure that your pH balance is in the right range and it can fight off diseases alright uh, on our line now we have uh, Abdul Hakim. Um, he has an organization uh, he's going to tell you about his organization all the things that he do but he also works uh, with several youth organizations and and in school, and um, so I wanted to get his input and in how he's dealing with it. You know, having you know younger children, and how his, his family is dealing with it, how he's personally dealing with the physical, mental, social, and emotional challenges that uh, accompany uh, COVID-19. Will are you there?
1: Yeah, I'm here. How are you? How are you, All right, um, All right. Well, as you already know, um, I am the CEO of the Zaki Foundation. um the co-CEO of the Mel Foundation. I care right from the street. And um, I also am a high school coach. And I work in uh, public schools, charter schools, rather. Mm-hmm. However, um, how I'm dealing with this right now, um, to be honest with you, it is a, a great benefit to me. Religiously, because they give us all the time in the world to get closer to our Lord. Uh-huh. Because you never know when that day gonna come.
2: Uh-huh.
1: See, on uh, Friday, I had I held a uh, little Jr. Uh-huh. a
2: little
1: hunter, and I was stressing to the people, "With well, this time right here, this is the time you should need to try to get closer to your your Lord, because." Allah still died, he worked the stairs ways. Uh-huh. He shut everything down. Uh-huh. All those who want to rent to a game before going to JMRI, uh-huh. all the girls who want to leave out the house, uh-huh. you know, wear some clothes and things like that, then you can't go outside because you know the women's place is in the home. Uh-huh. So if people look at that from that perspective, yeah, it will be a great benefit. Uh-huh. Um on another note, um you know, we always want our children to learn the best. Mm-hmm. We always want our children to be the best. Mm-hmm. So now that your child is out of school and you're in your home monitoring them, you can't you can't blame the school or teachers when mm-hmm. you know your child was acting up or your child was doing this. Your child was doing this. Mm-hmm. Now you can testify to your child from your perspective on how serious your child's taking education. Now, granted, each child have his own relationship with his you know with every individual Mm -hmm. so he might act accordingly I um, I don't stress but I always advise adults to set up a schedule for your children Mm -hmm. as if they're still in school just because they've been out for the last two weeks doesn't mean don't get off that school routine because then when they do go back to school which is supposed to be April 9th in Charlotte you still want to be in that school setting form so, I, like I said, like from 9 and 12, um, I let my children um, do uh, the educational work, mm-hmm. which is like, um, for the younger children that's 5 and under, it's this um, educational thing, it's called Kind Academy, mm-hmm. and it, it addresses them and prepare them for kindergarten, and, you know, and just get them a you know, familiar with, you know, the letters, the numbers, the shapes, and things like that. Uh, for my daughter, from 5 and up, it's a um Called Our Ready. It's our Ready website where you go. It uh, calculates your child's work ethic as far as her educational, her reading, and her math. Um, I also encourage, uh, and then from 12.30 30 12 o'clock to 2.30 I let them rest, then get them back up. We'll do math. And then from 4 to 5, we, we get our religious studies in. Mm. And from 5 to 6, we get free time. So we we have to have some type of organs where though there should be, you know, some type of stands where the kids, you know, like this this should be our everyday routine. Mm-hmm. So we do not let you feel like we're losing ourselves. Yes. You only know, I I get a lot of people, Oh, I'm bored, I can't do this, I can't do that, you know. No. Well, we have to be creative. I'm never bored. Mm-hmm. I listen to the Quran all mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. I'm teaching myself to encourage myself yeah. I'm always asking questions you know I put stuff online I do um, video call classes mm-hmm. I keep myself productive within the community keep teach myself in the outreach. and gotcha. I always tell everybody this, this is the best time because guess what on the day of the hour these three weeks that's right here with the COVID-19 you're going to be asked about
2: mm-hmm.
1: what did you do what did you do now you can't time? say you, can, you can't make up no excuses mm-hmm. So, you know, this is what I, this is what I trust you the do. And for those that are feeling like they have any symptoms and things like that, please sleep with a humidifier. Mm. Um, keep yourself <clears throat> well medicated. Meaning, I say, you know, all old-school remedies. Yes. Because I always thought that any sickness was a mind thing. Mm. That was my just my thing personally. Uh-huh. You, you, like they said, you're only as old as you feel. Yes. So... Um, I keep myself, you know, drinking soup, drinking uh, tea. Mm. I keep a pack of hogs. Mm-hmm. Um, you definitely keep yourself well sanitized. Gotcha. Um, probably like, today, finally, is like really my second day being out. All right. I went to a store from a uh-huh. And I went to a gymnasium yesterday. Okay. But I was, already, I was sanitizing. Every person I came in with, whether it was a hands, rub rough shoulder, I sprayed myself down with some uh, hand sanitizer. Mm-hmm. Because even though they say it's airborne and it's heat, they said, uh, we, we, we think that the cold killed the germs, what well, they say, the heat killed this virus. So uh-huh. hopefully that we all stick to the script uh-huh. and quarantine ourselves so our that's our abilities, continue to encourage our children to learn educationally. We don't think this is just like a bunch of free time. Uh-huh. And you know, and, and for the parents, just maintain your
0: composure and just hold on and that's excellent advice. That's excellent advice. And actually, that's what I'm doing. Uh, reflecting, uh, reinforcement, and and uh, recreation when, you know, days like this. You know what I mean? Uh, and, and I'm also practicing social distancing. How did that, how did the janaza? what was that like for you? And how did that go? Well, well with the janaza, they spread, they allowed
1: like seven or ten people as a group, but the group was spaced out, mm. even within the group. The group was like, I, I'm not going to say it was 60. I will say it was like maybe four to five feet apart mm-hmm. from, you know, standing side by side,
2: mm.
1: as they going to viewing uh, mm-hmm. the young brother's body. Mm-hmm. And when it was spread, and when it was started to spread, everybody was like scattered up. Okay, okay. Okay, But, good. you know, you know, we come that, you know, that brother...
0: You know, get his right. Mm-hmm. Then uh, you know, all I do, I will be expected. Yes. And then have I on that, brother I mean. I mean. because it was a question posed, I think, to Sheikh Suhail Suhail Suha- Suhaimi, Allah, And I-, I, I'll send it to you, because um, it talked about the Janazah based on the uh, this COVID nineteen. How would they, you know, uh, perform a Janazah? And if the people don't know what a is, it's a funeral. Uh, for the for the Muslim uh, Muslim male, Muslim female um, Nah Nah, so I'll send that to you uh, Abdul Hakim and again, give, nah, us, nah, us, give us, us the name of your organizations again uh, The Saki
1: Foundation stop the, Hashtag Stop the Next The Violence Hashtag Stop the Earth The Melt Foundation Let's save our kids from these streets, man yeah. you know, The streets
0: ain't got no tricks They ain't got no love Let's save our kids Yes, great, great. Yes, let's save our kids. And also, I'm going to bring this to you because i brought this to Herm because, you know, you guys, the, the Saki Foundation is a uh, domestic uh, violence prevention program um, as well as uh, intervention and bringing about some other things uh, to uh, the people who, who suffer, the families uh, and the individuals who suffer from domestic violence. COVID-19 is also having an um, uh, impact on those who suffer uh, through domestic violence, from the abuse. Um, and for some, they can't get out the house or they may not be able to go to those shelter places or even contact someone because maybe the phone services are not available. Um, what would you say, what, what kind of advice would you, uh, would you give and what's your take on maybe the possibility of someone who's suffering from domestic violence not having help right now? Look, my
1: advice to those that are in house with an abuser, um, honestly, we, everything starts with the mental.
2: Mm.
1: See, a lot of women and a lot of men, those that are being abused, everybody, you know, they're so used to just bowing down and just playing checkers. Mm. This is the time of state. you know. And I think me you do you know, what type of person that person is. You know what will take so long, you know what upsets the brothers now or female. Mm. Try not to push any of those buttons and just walk the thin line until this is over. Now mm. if you're unable to you know, to step out of um, the home and get to another city, like another you know, relatives home, then then do so and reside there. and you know, make sure that that's a good city for you and yours. Talk, and as far as reaching out, um, everybody has to want to talk to. This. Each one, each one will be not We all teach a little one. Everybody has that one go-to person to talk to, or reach out to, so call them up, talk to, them. Mm-hmm. try to get some of that self-esteem back, and um, and not let this be, uh, don't let this hinder me. I I wouldn't I didn't let this hinder me. Mm-hmm. I took I took the best advantage as possible. You know, I spend a lot more time with my family. Yes. I found um, a lot more time with, um, studying, getting too close deal with our legend. You know, with mm-hmm. you know it's just out waking out to people. Hopefully, that this will be one to the us closer and not just like, oh, it ain't gonna work, it ain't gonna store, it ain't nothing to do. I'm just gonna so I'm just gonna, you know, you gotta be creative. We gotta be creative. Mm-hmm.
0: Stay positive of the situation got you got you so i understand that so you know i got a i got a little acronym cat you know they always say no cat but no it is cat creative being creative be aware and be productive and um i appreciate you you know taking time out your day and chiming in with us on this subject about physical mental social and emotional well-being and how we behave during this time of um uh, um inclusion or uh seclusion um in this time of um uncertainty. So inshallah we'll talk soon, my brother.
1: Inshallah. All right. And, uh, we can just and we can join in on some projects as well. Yes, yes, indeed. Indeed. I look forward to that. The talk. Here, I'm like, I'm catch All right.
0: so there you have it again uh, it's about being productive just because this has been upon us you know throughout the world and specifically in the United States it doesn't mean that our life should stop Be creative in in your time. Take advantage of the time that you have been given to become closer, to get more information, to be more healthier, get more sleep. Practice those things that will increase your lifespan, increase your physical, mental, social, and emotional well-being, because you never know when that time will end. So we'll be right back. And thank you again for tuning in to the I Am Somebody podcast, where every day is a fresh start. And I'm your host, Anthony law Collins. Welcome back. And we left off with talking with uh, Abdul Hakim, and he was uh, explaining, you know, what he does um, uh, amidst um, this pandemic. And he, he actually gave some good advice. Now hopefully, you know uh, the listeners can you know take some of that and implement it in their um, daily activities. Uh, right now, um, we have a guy. Uh, he's a city worker. He works at the uh, youth detention center. He's been there long, long time. He's uh, involved in uh, sports um, through in officiating in the capacity of being a, an official so he comes in contact with youth on you know both sides uh those who have been incarcerated and those who uh, haven't and he deals with those he actually sees a lot of them after you know they get out and they remember him um his name is uh craig millison how you doing sir i'm good how are you today i'm great i'm great man and so you know um i've talked to a, a couple people so far they called in on this topic of uh, uh, physical, mental, social, and emotional well-being, and how to behave during this time of um, of uncertainty. How have you been dealing with it? Well, you know, uh, first of all, let me say peace and blessings to everybody, friends, go
1: out to the people that still holding us down. Uh, Mental health workers, people that work in supermarkets, dollar stores, things are still open that's helping us get through this. Um, this It's a real sad time, um, it's a time that we've seen movies and fictional things um, saying we might get to this point one day. Mm. And it's here. It's tough times. I don't know how serious some people are taking this because it's not affecting them. Mm. But it's, it's affecting everybody. Um, I know a few people that's affecting personally. So it's in that sit home for me. Um, I wish some people would take it a little more serious mm. than what it is. I'm a essential worker. I work with the Lincoln Juvenile, so I have to come out. Mm. But if I I would. Um, And, and, and people are coming out unnecessarily. Mm-hmm. They, they were so they tell us we can't go to the market at all. Mm. So whatever you have, you are gonna have to survive on mm. And that's when it's going to be bad. Mm. I mean, people are real robbing and stealing now, which is going to be 10 times as worse than that. Mm. The only thing this virus has done it's, it's
0: reduced the shootings we've had on the street. Yeah, yeah. And that's, no, people are not out mm-hmm. like yeah. they were. Yeah, I haven't heard. I think only two cases uh, since it happened, which is a good thing. Um, but even mm-hmm. among, even with those two cases, it still shouldn't have happened. Um, right. Um, how is the city being a city worker? How is it? I know you. You know you talk with amongst you know your colleagues, uh, supervisors, and other than that, um, how how are they? dealing with it well I don't don't think the city right now is taking strict enough
1: measures because we're still around the kids a little too much and the reason why I say that I think we put ourselves at risk as well as the kids because we go and come every day Mm -hmm. I can't tell you what kind of practices that other people are doing but you know I have a mask on now just coming from a viewing Mm -hmm. it was a short funeral and it was only the media family, which was about maybe 20 to 25 people. Okay. And it's like real love, well loved. They streamed it, but it would have been a packed church. So it's affecting so many people in so many ways. Mm-hmm. And I just, I'm not just talking about Philadelphia. I was in Atlanta last week, mm-hmm. and it was an 82 degree day, and people were walking around like it was summertime. Wow. And I was like, you know, you would, you if, if somebody just dropped you off in Atlanta, and you put, you put a blindfold on you. You would think that we're in a pandemic right now, and and I couldn't believe how free and loosely people were moving about. And I had the opportunity to see businesses close Thursday night mm-hmm. when, when I got there Wednesday, so things were still open, like restaurant. You could go still go sit. I'm talking about earliest last Thursday, mm-hmm. you could still go to the restaurant and sit next to somebody, mm-hmm. and I was spooked by that. Mm-hmm. So you know, it, it's, it's it's really a bad time right now for us, man. This thing is spiraling each day. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, I'm, I'm real concerned about uh, the direction we're going in as far, far as is I can't see school going on this year. I can't see sports going on this year. I can't see a lot of things, man, that people are singing for granted are going to happen and happen. I can't. Well, you uh, basketball officials say. Eh? Yeah. I'll probably never have a basketball game again without blood. Yeah. that's a, That's what we've come to. We're going to look like boxing officials the next time I
0: take a bath. I'll be wrestling a game with the hustle. Well, it's as simple if as... I ever, th- if I ever wrestling if, a game Yeah, if you ever... I mean, and, and it could go as far as a mask, right? If it has to be to that extent. And, you know, as everyday life happens, as you stated, and one of the reasons why I started this podcast because I want people to know the everyday life of black and brown people, what we deal with, and it, 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 because I think a lot of times it gets overlooked, what we deal with daily um, in our lives, because it can change, right? It varies with each person. Every black person doesn't deal with poverty. Every black person doesn't deal with abuse. Every black person, you know, because that's that that that's something that's a stigma, right? And um, like you said, you're traveling, right? So you have the ability to travel. And in Atlanta, people were out, and 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 it, they were out here doing that eighty degree down over that the same day. But people were out. That's right. That's right. And I was shocked. But and you said people are not taking it um, uh, seriously. But with the funeral and only having the immediate family there, how was that like? Because here you are mourning for a loved one. And even with the immediate family, it's still a lot of people, 20, 25 people, still a lot. How did they go about doing that in this church? Well, the the pastor spoke on it because he was, first of all, he was uh, affiliated with a a fraternity, Omega Psi Phi,
1: that he played. And this guy was a a musician. Okay. So he toured with a lot of different bands and groups. So he was well-known and well-liked. I mean, this field would have been out the door. Probably the balcony would have been built. So to 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 see him not have the proper um, going home service that he would have was was a was a, weak, a really wake up call to me. Gotcha. Because I asked myself, if that was my parent, mm. or, or sibling, how would it be? Mm. You know, you just recently went through losses of loved ones, so you know what I'm talking about. But she was fortunate enough to, to just beat. Um, this thing when that's attached down to us is this virus that have, have plagued our communities in the world. Yeah. And it's not just a Philadelphia thing, man. It's yeah. not just a, a black thing. It's not no. just a white thing, a no. thing. It's a yeah. universal thing. Yes, it is. Yes, so it's, it is. It's, it's, it's really, really... I, you know, I see people come out that, that, that don't have to. Mm. Barbershops are closed, galleries are closed. The only places are open is, is is things, places that's that's gonna help you survive. Yes. A haircut doesn't matter, mm-hmm. nails don't matter. I had a girl on Facebook and they talk about nails. Mm. I don't care That's how my hair looks right now, man. <laughs> this this is probably gonna gonna force me to shave it. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. I can't get a haircut. Unless yeah, I do it myself. So yeah. I mean everything is different. People gonna see me now with bald heads. and I added closes on most ball, mm-hmm. but it'll people bald. you right shape. I have no choice. Mm. So you know it's it's
1: it's, it's just it's so much bigger than the small things like like what I'm talking about, dailies and barbers. It's so much bigger than that, and I don't think people are getting it. You can't even go get some clothes if you need some clothes. unless You're going to get some from Walmart. It need to be underwear or stuff, not nothing that you know we wear every day. So it's just it's 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 global, man, and it's affecting people in so many ways. People are saying, see, every day I go to work, I'm, I'm paranoid. Wow. I don't want to be around kids. I don't know if they've contracted something. I don't know if I I've contracted something I'm going and coming to work they say in certain
0: places it could be airport. So, so So are you guys, are you guys accepting new admittance? Yeah, we had a kid that came in uh, last night at 4 a.m. in the morning and
1: he, he he used his phone to post it. He was on his way to lock up. Wow. So they thought he had a phone. So we had to go in his room, Mm. strip his room. And I'm like, I don't know where this guy has been, man. Mm. You know? So Mm. it was funny
2: because they still have us in close contacts with the uh, inmates that's
1: there mm. and I don't think it's fair for, for them I don't think it's fair for us because we better see if we go and come. are y'all are, uh, so, are, are they giving you guys tests every day you come in do they test you guys yeah we, we need to take our temperature every day we come in but oh. it's okay that's not enough to me mm. because right now say, say I have say it's lying dormant but I have mm. and I don't have any symptoms and I don't have a fever mm. so, so now I'm, a, I'm being exposed to innocent you that 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 shouldn't be exposed to me, mm-hmm. but they are because I'm not showing sure. symptoms. If that's your son, if that's your son, you have two boys. Mm-hmm. How you gonna feel if one of your sons gets sick in my custody, knowing that when they went in there they were fine? If your son has been locked up for six months, there's no way he could have contracted that because it wasn't even in Philadelphia yet. Yeah. So if somebody calls you and tell you your son's been rushed to hospital with high, high fever and he has those symptoms, you're gonna contact a lawyer. That's the, the main your main concern, but you have to, because yeah. now you want somebody because your kid didn't have it when he went there. So I, I, I'm questioning management. I, I I've been on the phone with the union last night. I told them I'm not taking kids to the child no more. I'm not taking kids to breakfast, lunch, or dinner. I'll bring it to them. It's not that I'm I do not want to work, but we can't sit down in restaurants. Why are we sitting down amongst ourselves with these children in a in a, in a, in a facility? Why? Mm. Nobody can answer that. So I told myself, I called some of my colleagues, I said either I'm
0: gonna be myself or y'all gonna be with me. We gotta stop having as much contact with these children as we can, man, for their safety and ours. And so less contact, doesn't that uh, diminish supervision? Well, just no, not because because a kid could be in his room, mm-hmm. the cellers
1: have to be locked. Okay, but we're not breathing the same airspace, and, and it cuts down mm-hmm. on them being ca- in contact with us. Gotcha. We shouldn't think we're going the we cab they're sitting together. Mm-hmm. We're sitting together, but we're all in open space. Mm-hmm. We got we got twenty seven we got twenty seven residents in the cab at a time, and not counting staff. Mm-hmm. So you give you count another six to eight for staff. So you got thirty people in the same room. Mm. That's 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 against the ordinance. That's against the city Yeah. You can't have more than ten people anywhere at one time then. Mm. And they have to be in the social space. Which means I can't be close to you. I shouldn't be. Because it can't be airborne. Yeah. If someone calls these in a close quarters, those particles are in the in the air that we're freedom from the same we mm-hmm. With no air ventilation. Wow. Got but
0: I, I took you to live, I got fucked those ain't gonna stop because of the virus. So how do you deal with that mentally, having that, you know, because I can hear you where physically you say if it if it, if you contact it, it's gonna tear you up physically. And then socially, the, the 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 impact of taking care of yourself, making sure that you you know, you, you pay what you need to do to so you can live and then the mental and emotional impact that is taking a toll on you right now where you're questioning you know and you're advising um your colleagues and questioning management on like yourself like you care about other people i know that about you but it's like right now it's about me right and so how are you dealing with with it i hear what you're saying but how are you dealing with it well for one i've cut off all social contact with friends and family Mm -hmm. and 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 I don't. I don't want to be the one that's gonna to, want to be the cause of something spreading, because my, my
1: parents are in the house. My parent rent. My mother, my sisters, and my cousin, my nephew. My my. I, I, even since we've gotten back from Atlanta, I haven't been around for a day, My friend. So, I don't want to be around anybody because I don't want to pass anything on. I can, I can have it right now, and and like I said, it hasn't spread this head. So every morning I get up, I try to take a 15-second breath hold to see if I can do that. Got you. The moment I can't do that, I'm going, to, I'm going to the emergency room because they're saying, if you can't hold your breath for 10 seconds, then it's a possibility if you have contracted it because you're going to have difficulty breathing and you're going to have a shortness of breath. Yes. So I give myself that test every morning. But in the meantime, I would hate to come around my mother. She's 82 years old, and she getting the good chance of survival because of her age. It's going to be slim to none. So I told her if she needs something, that I'll bring it to the doorstep. Um, use wipes and alcohol and everything I can to sterilize whatever I've touched. And she can get it. I'm not going to. I'm not going to be in close contact with my mom. Okay. I mean, I, you know, I'm talking through a door. door, door. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I'll, I'll you know I'll sanitize stuff and leave it on the doorstep for whatever she needs. Okay. And I have to go to Delaware to do that. Okay. So. What cops need to start doing, man, is stopping people, asking them where they belong, why are they out, if they have a legitimate reason. Because there's people still out here, coming out here for small stuff. Mm-hmm. Like right now, I need a, a t-shirt from your pair of socks or something simple. Mm-hmm. So our friends coming out, either catching it or spreading it, because people don't know, everybody don't know not going to have them. Yeah. That's my thing. Yeah. It's just like H.I.V. Mm-hmm. It doesn't always show. Mm-hmm. It doesn't always show. Yeah. You know, some people got skinny, some people started looking back. But then there was people that looked normal that was spreading. So this is this is something similar, man. And you know, I, I really hope a lot of people are screaming, listening to you, because we have to start being more aware. Because well, it's, it's going to get worse before it gets better if we don't
2: listen to the doctors, the government, and what they're telling us, which is to quarantine yourself. I
1: mean, people think it's bad, think about prison. I've been in jail. Mm-hmm. Think about prison. That's bad. Mm-hmm. You have At home, you have you have the right to amenities. You have the opportunity to amenities. In prison, you don't. Cry about being in prison. Not being quarantined in your house. I don't want to hear people crying. You have cable. You have refrigerator. You have food. You can cook your own food.
0: You can prepare what you want to eat. In prison, you don't get none of that. Mm-hmm. So let's not cry about being quarantined. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And that's real. That's real. And that's why I, I wanted to have this conversation with people that are dealing with it. Because I don't know. My... My reality might not be yours, and yours might not be the next person. But I appreciate you chiming in. I appreciate you talking with me. And look, man, stay safe. And, uh, you know, just stay safe. That's the only thing I can do, man. Stay safe, Keep be vigilant, uh, be creative, be aware, and be productive in anything that you're doing or not doing. I'm in the street, I got gloves and a mask on as we speak. Yeah, man, well, keep
1: doing that, bro. <laughs> Okay, St. Bilal, thanks for having me. Peace and blessings to everyone. Y'all take it easy and be safe. And adhere as much as you can to what they're asking us to do because we need it to get better before it gets worse. It started out doubling in Pennsylvania, now it's dribbling every day instead of doubling. So we have to be safe, man. I know some people that has has contracted it. Mm-hmm. So that's all I need to need to see for to hit
0: home and hit home for me. So I'm gonna adhere. Thanks, man. Thanks, you Stay safe. All right. All right. Okay, Chris. So, I mean, I can't say it enough, and I'm not here to tell you what to do, how to do it, when to do it. But as Nike say, just do it. And hopefully, you're doing the correct thing and doing as much as you can to stay safe. Because when it comes down to it, physical, mental, social, and emotional well-being is about how safe you are. How do you feel safe? Are you acting safe? Things like that, you know. um, Are your partners safe? If you have a partner, if you're married, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, whoever, your friends, how safe are you guys interacting and how safe can you be when you're not sure the next person has it because they haven't been tested or you haven't been tested. And the test only, you know, I think the information that I have heard, the test is only going to be given to those who really have symptoms. They're not just going to give you a test. And if you don't have insurance, isn't that a scary? Right, because I I, I understand, right? I'm empathetic to people from uh, marginalized populations and the trust that a lot of black and brown people don't have uh, for the government or for any type of official. But at some point during this pandemic, you have to be able to, you know, put your common sense hat on. You know, and I know they say it ain't no such thing as common sense, but you have to be able to know right from wrong, right? Sensible versus non sensible, morally versus corrupt. And please do the right thing, people. And as I said it, just do it. And uh, we're gonna pause, and we got a little bit more time, and I hope to have more callers discussing um, the COVID-19 pandemic that has erupted upon this world. Last segment of the day, and again, this is the I Am Somebody podcast. Where every day is a fresh start. I'm your host Anthony Cevallos Collins, and we've been talking about COVID-19, which is actually something different uh, from the corona. Uh, the corona is uh, is, is it, it isn't the, the virus itself is something. Uh, that gives you COVID-19, and I'm not going to go in detail with what COVID means, but I think it's been all over the radio with those uh, those letters stand for in the 19 minute that it was established in 2019. Um, and we heard different uh, viewpoints, but mostly all of them was the same was about being safe, staying safe, and um, and just making sure that you know you do what you can do. And do the best that you can and, and not trying to uh, and be in prevent, preventing um, you from contracting uh, this disease. Well, I mean, this illness, this virus. All right, so right now, um, our final caller, uh, Rashid Brinkley. Um, and humbly, I'll let say that he's a uh, Philly legend. Um, right now, he's the uh, assistant coach uh for our uh philadelphia community college um they went to the finals of their um their division uh they had a great season and i'm sure you know for him you know it's great but you know they can if they get a couple players doing what they need to do in class then it could have Mm -hmm. been maybe a more successful season so what's going on Rasheed? I'm good. Say, how are you, man? Man, How are you today? I'm great. I'm great, man. Just, you know, again, like I uh, introduced and and, uh, prior said, that I'm just staying safe, man. I'm just trying to stay safe and trying to keep from, you know, me getting sick and bringing something to, you know, my young ones. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And first and foremost, man, thank you for having me on. I do appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. No problem, man. And, 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 um, is, is a reason that I'm reaching out uh, to, you know, the people because, you know, we, we're in it, you know, and how are you uh, dealing, you know, in these, 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 these days? How are you dealing with what's going on? I mean, we're, you know, myself and my family, we, we are taking the necessary precautions. Um, I think this
3: is something that you just have to be smart about. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not something that you can allow to dictate how you live your life but you do have to take the you know, necessary precautions. Mm-hmm. You do have to be smarter. You do have to be more aware of your surroundings and educate yourself on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't mean you know, become a prisoner. Yeah. You know, I, I think for me, seeing a lot of this stuff, and, and, and you know, my brother and I, we were talking about it the other day, and I don't believe a lot of people understand the difference in a stay-at-home order and quarantine. Yeah. This is, this is not a quarantine that we're in. Mm. This is not quarantine, mm. you know? Quarantine is stay at home. Stay at home is just, you know, stay at home and find something to do in the house, but you can come outside. Yeah. A quarantine, you step that pinky toe out that door and there's gonna <laughs> be a cannon in your face gotcha, telling yeah. you to get it back in the door yeah, or yeah, I'm gonna yeah. blow it off, yeah, yeah. you know? So so I really think people, you know, when they hear the word quarantine, they they they, they jump at it, but they don't really know or have seen a true quarantine episode, Mm -hmm. you know? A lot of these movies you see with quarantine, Mm -hmm. like that's quarantine when the National Guard is around. Mm -hmm. You can't go anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, So I I think it's just, you know, myself and, you know, my folks were just, you know, enjoying the time Mm -hmm. in the house. You know, I mean, I I think those of us who are being told to stay in the house, you know, we should be grateful that we have homes to be told this to stay Wow. Man. because there are a lot of people that don't have houses. Mm. Yes. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. gotta look at it from that aspect. Yes. yes. Um, but I think this is something that we'll get through together, as a you know, as a nation, as a country, as a as a world. We know we'll
0: we'll get past it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, that was that, that was real, pretty much. Yeah, that was real insightful. That was real insightful to to look at others. That you know are beneath you as far as in as far as wealth or as far as in, even in a home, something as uh, the home yeah. that exists, in all of these, um, the, these states, um, just hearing that New Orleans is um, like the second state to have a, 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 a real big explosion of, of uh, cases um, because they have a huge homeless population. Um, Even though it's a a small city uh, It has a huge uh, Homeless population And I I can just imagine um, They they are Those cases um, That Uh I think is about I think they said Uh 2,000 or more uh, People contracted uh, uh, Um, COVID-19 Being a Being a coach In Uh school How did that if you know, how did that impact your players? Um, well, our season was over when everything
3: hit the fan. Mm-hmm. So we weren't as in touch with them as we would have been had it been the middle of the season. Okay. okay. Um, I have spoke I have spoken to a few of the kids mm-hmm. just to make sure they're safe, and you know, a few have reached out. We keep in touch. And, um, so I think they I think they you know they they're they're dealing with it. You know, I don't think I don't think that that generation is dealing with it as well as our generation does. Okay. You know, this generation is really, you know, this generation they haven't had to go through any kind of trials or tribulations. Or anything, everything is given to them. Mm-hmm. So for them, staying in the house and you know that's like the end of the world. You know, <laughs> but for for us, for our generation, this was this was this was this was the norm. You know, and mm-hmm. and end of the month mom, dad, didn't have that bread, you can go downtown or something, you got to chill for the week next week or two until them checks come in, yeah, you know? Yeah. And that's that's reality. Mm. Um, I, I, You know, our kids at school, you know, I, I think and I do feel very sorry for all the seniors, mm. I truly do, mm. because this could affect, you know, graduating from high school, that's a once-in-a-lifetime thing. Yeah. Graduating from high school, graduating from college, and now you have all these commencement ceremonies canceled, and, you know, I, I feel for them. Um, I, but I do understand the precautions they're taking. I I get it. Yeah. Um, but I, I think I think it's affecting this generation of, of, of kids much more than it would our generation. Mm-hmm. Um, because they, you know they're just not used to to grinding. They're not used to earning anything. Everything is given to them. Yeah. You know, They don't they don't have to fight. They don't have to scrap. They don't have to grind. You know. It, it's no toughness. Mm-hmm. You know. It's like. Gus, it was little adversity showed, you know, we fought. We fought, yeah. Now, a yeah. little bit of adversity with these kids, they just roll over. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I'm dead. Yeah. No, nah, that's that's <laughs> not, you know, and, and I see that in the games, in our games, mm-hmm. you know? You're in a game and I got a 16, 250 power forward getting elbowed, and he come <laughs> to me in the bench and go cool, see he's elbow. <laughs> <laughs> what? Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. Do I have to tell you to elbow him back? Because no one would have had to tell me to elbow him back, uh-huh. that's for sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? Nobody, nobody would to tell you to elbow him back either. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, so it's, um, I think the kids, I, I think they're affected much more than we would have been at this age, mm-hmm. big time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, they'll they'll figure it out and they'll see it serious. I'm not sure all of them are really taking it serious yet. Yeah. yeah. Um, because
0: they haven't experienced things like that mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. uh, i not saying that we have either because this is a one-of-a-kind you know gotcha. it's the first of yeah. first yeah this is yeah but, um, yeah definitely now are you uh you know i know you're coach but um are you uh-huh. are, is, is this in, is affecting your job yeah it has actually we we are uh, you know i work within the public school district so our schools have
3: been closed okay um well. right now they're telling us april 12th mm. um my agency, we were given the option to do home visits. Okay. Um, you know, that's just something you know I, I'm not comfortable with. I, yeah. I just rather not do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Even even before this whole mm-hmm. epidemic, I you know mm-hmm. I wasn't into the home visit thing. Yeah, I understand. You know, in people's houses, and you know I just wasn't a fan of that at all. Yeah. You know, so yeah. they they have given us an option to do that, but you know I'm just not comfortable with it. So you know I, I'll just. You know, I'll, I'll make it work, and I'll um, you know, I'll, I'll be ready when school starts back up, back in our buildings. Wow. Hopefully, mm-hmm. hopefully, um, you know, we'll be back in. You know, I was just talking to my my girl. You know, she's a young vice principal. Okay. So, um, she was saying we may be possibly done for the rest
0: of the school year. She was oh, reading yeah. me her plans, and uh-huh. you know, teachers and stuff. So, mm-hmm. hopefully, that's not the case. Uh, yeah, you no. Know? Yeah. Yeah, well, how, how are you guys, like you and your family, How like your, your, your girlfriend, how are you two uh, dealing with, you know, the down, the downtime? Because, you know, I was listening to a uh, radio show earlier and they were saying that in the UK, more people are now electing to divorce. More people are even Googling divorce because the time oh. that they have together now... Is, is, is more than usual, right? You was, eight hours you working, right? <laughs> so now it's like, wow. you, you know, just for crossing your, wow. you you're sitting there, you watching Netflix or something, and you look over, you like, why are you rolling your eyes like that? You know, so you look at that little thing. <laughs> you look you're picking up the littlest things. And so how are you guys, how you, you know? Yeah, it, it ain't, it's not that
3: bad at all. <laughs> okay. it, it's truly not. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not that bad, um, you know? You know, you know, we, know we have a house. Everybody has their own space. You know, I got my basement, and okay. the kids got their own. Everybody got their own. We, you know, we—it's it, a lot of space in our house. So okay. we're, you know, we're good. It's not—it's not, it's, it's nothing like that. You okay. know, the is in you know, they're they're up and out before seven. Okay. I don't get in after coaching till 10, 11, okay. So we barely see each other
0: during the school year and okay. the basketball season. Okay, so, so, so y'all enjoying this time?
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, it's cool. <laughs> I was enjoying it, but got you It's cool. Got gotcha, you, gotcha. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, so, no problem. Yeah, yeah. That, that brings just, you know, <laughs> the dynamics of this this what's going on. Like the dynamics change and, you know, in workplace and our home, you know, and and in the uh-huh. and community is changing just the whole how we look and how we do things, man. So, um All Right hopefully as you know you stated as your, your uh, family said that it may be you know uh done school with but hopefully we can get back to um normal whatever that normal may be but it may be a new normal that we are now looking forward to you know? correct correct correct
3: um we, we definitely have to get back to some kind of normal pattern normal routine it will be very interesting to see the aftermath of this once it's all over. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the aftermath is going to be very interesting to see how people interact with one another. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's just going to be very interesting to see what happens. Cool. There's, a, there's a lot that has to be readjusted. Yes. You know, within the, the unemployment line, yeah. you know, that that unemployment just went crazy. Yeah. You know, all yeah. these people out of jobs now, is man. It? That like that ain't cool. No, that, you know? Isn't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it'll be it'll be interesting, but I think it'll take some time, patience, and I think everything will get back online, man. You know, yeah. we just gotta you know, gotta we gotta, gotta gotta fight to do it. Keep our heads up, mm-hmm. keep you safe. Yeah. And um uh, stay close to your folks and, and be safe. That's the
0: best we can do. You know? Yeah, and I this wasn't nobody We can't control it, that's yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely can't control it. Definitely can't control it. And I hear I hear the coach in you, you know, but you always had that kind cond- of yeah. demeanor. And and, um, and, 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 and you know, people need that. You know, they need that person that's going to bring some type of sensibility, you know, some calmness to them. And, and like you said, we all, yeah, you know, appreciate yeah, that. yeah, yeah, we all going to get through this, you know, and we can get through it together. We're going to have to get through it together. And right now, right. It, it, because this disease isn't, you know, a black or white or male or female, it's a, nope. just a, it's a disease that's attacking everyone, rich, poor, white, that's, black. That, that's right. You know, So, yeah, yeah, and uh, uh, I I want to have you back on to talk uh, on a forum type tip with um, you know coaches um, and just anytime, anytime uh, to to talk about uh, you know just the mental health of the youth and as you spoke on the youth and how the lack of resiliency, the lack of uh, information really um, that they have you know during their young life. Could be mm-hmm. something that's detrimental to
3: you know them growing you know older. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Uh, I mean like this whole you know this whole this thing affecting our kids. Mm-hmm. You know the kids we have to really pray for and the kids we should be focusing on are those mm-hmm. kids who are stuck in the house with parents who don't care. Yeah. Parents who don't care if they eat. Mm-hmm. Parents who don't care if they wash. Mm-hmm. You know what about mm-hmm. those kids? Wow. Where coming to school every day was salvation for them. It it was, you know, only time they got someone to care about them and and love about them was when they came to school. Mm. Now they're stuck in the crib with mom or dad or whomever, Mm. and who don't care? What about those kids? Those those are the ones we got to, like, really, really focus on. Mm. Those kids, you know? These these kids can't wait. You know, these kids was ready to go back to school Monday. Mm. Now they told they got another two weeks. Can you imagine that feeling? Can you imagine that feeling being in the crib with Abusive adults as a as a seven year old. Wow. And you ready to go back to school tomorrow? And now they say another two weeks. Can you imagine that feeling as a seven year old? You know what yeah. I mean? That's that's, yeah. that's that's rough, man. Yeah, it's rough. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah, I don't mean to go you know I don't mean to go off path, but you know it's just things we
0: think about. Is no. You know a right. lot of our kids come to school to eat yeah. three times a day. Yeah, yeah. You No. Know? I mean, but this is what this Uh-oh. disease is doing is 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 causing you to think, you know, outside of yourself. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta you gotta take Big care job. of yourself but it's causing, you know, down. Yeah, yeah. So I get it. I Big get job, it. man. Yeah, I just discussing Big with a, a caller earlier about domestic violence and as you saying being in a house with someone who's abusive and mm-hmm. can't get away, you know, so what do you do? You know? Uh, right. And that, right, And that goes for a right. child as well, you know, that goes for a child as that's well. That's right. Yeah, wow. That's right. An adult may have an option. Mm-hmm. A kid doesn't have an option. Mm-hmm. What's the kid gonna do? Mm-hmm. He gonna do seven to
3: do 7 or 9 in a crib with, with some abusive adult. What you gonna do? Mm-hmm. Hide under the bed or hide in the closet. That's your options. Wow. That's, that's a lot to think about, man. You yeah, know, man. And, and we all know kids like that. We yeah. all work with kids like that. Yep.
0: Yep. So, wow. Wow, so I, yeah. I, I appreciate you, uh, Rashid, Mr. Brinkley. I ain't gonna call you, you know, your nickname, but... <laughs> 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 but no, I appreciate you. Oh, man, don't do that. Yeah, no, I appreciate you taking your time yeah. out, man, and, um, you know... Hey,
3: man, I appreciate you saying anything for you, good brother. You know, me and you good. Got you, you know man. That. Got you, man. Um, anytime you need me uh-huh. me meet, meet, talk, whatever out here man, all you gotta do is call me, man. You, you good folks and you know, city of Philly needs people like you. Areas count they need people like you. Appreciate you gonna that. speak on it and, and keep it a bean and you really you care from the heart you wanna see There's yeah, a lot of dudes out here running their mouths, mm-hmm. and they ain't trying to change nothing, man. They frauds and they fraud and they know they fraud yeah. and it's time for them dudes to get exposed and that's real <laughs> um, so any, anything you need from me that's real talk man yeah, real hey, talk. that's you. why I don't comment on a lot of that stuff on Facebook I don't yeah. comment because I know what I'm going to say, I know, say. Yeah. I know what I'm going to say yeah. but you know I guess that's another show right?
0: so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah thank you man thank you and uh, stay safe and you know, your family stay safe and I'll talk to you soon bro you too friend. love and respect always alright peace so there you have it. Today's episode provided a lot of passion, a lot of fear, and a lot of reflection, and whatever one of those you choose to follow or take heed to, just make sure you do. It the right way and so this is the I am somebody podcast and again I'm your host the mad therapist and this is where every day is a fresh start so remember in order for you to
1: prepare for tomorrow you have to prepare for today Shackle for make
2: my feet. Just banging that gap will turn me to slave from a king. Another day in the ping. I gotta hang from a string, just for popping a Willy. My people,
0: my to the city. From a south to a chopper, of you from the top of the city. You can tell how we rockin' soon as I pop up. We liddy poppin' like bad boy in 94. Big poppin' and Diddy and niggas countin' me out. Like my count ain't busy, that's five million twenty. Sit up and count till I'm dizzy. Fit them 500,000, 100 round in the city. this we be finna rappin', I might just pop with Trizzy. Like, what's free? Free is when nobody else can tell us what to be free when the tv ain't controlling what we see told my niggas i need you through all the fame you know i stay true pray my niggas stay free made a few mistakes
2: but this ain't where i want to be before i'm by 12 put a 12 on my feet told my niggas i need you yeah up, i know these times ain't true control life